Welcome to the bay 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 culture podcast. This is sunshine. Um coming at y'all, man. We we got a special we got some we got some good people on this podcast, man. We got some exciting, exciting news coming. We got some exciting uh you know topics today. So first I'm gonna introduce my co-host, okay, AP, the assassin. Uh, he is an assassin in multiple ways. What up, big dog? What it do, man? What's going on? Chilling, man. How, how's your weekend shit, bro? Shh, busy as usual. You know how it goes, man. Yeah, I feel that, man. The hustle, the hustle is live, man. All right. Thank you very much for introducing yourself, I guess. Um, <laughs> the, next, the next co-host, man. This guy, he's an accountant. That's his nickname. We call him the accountant because he loves numbers. He loves percentage. He loves anything to do with HB dives. GMAC the accountants. What's, What's up, up Sunshine? How you doing today? Chilling, man. Chilling. How was your how was your um how was your weekend, man? It was good, man. I gotta I gotta hit hang out with the my, my uh, co-host here for a little bit. Uh it was nice. It was nice seeing you guys. Uh I, I think I think I like you guys' voices better when it's uh it's through audio rather than face-to-face i'm playing off it was nice hanging out with you guys that's hilarious bro dude honestly i can't wait to see you on stand-up man that's such a good <laughs> joke bro g-mac make the joke. funny g-mac, g-mac is a funny guy bro all right now the special guest the special announcement announcement this guy we've known for a pretty long time all right we've known him he's pretty famous on tiktok follow him at king Navi. 23 Navi Gajarela <laughs> Sting. What's up, fellas? What's, What's up, man? Bro? What's up, man? How you doing, man? Good, going? good, man. First of all, I just want to say I'm so glad you guys started this show. You know, to initiate something like this takes a lot of guts. So I'm I'm a big fan of the show and I'm so glad you guys started it. Balls is what we have, man. All That's all it. Day. That's yeah. all you need, you know. All right, boys. That's what's up. All right, man. So a couple a couple of days ago, you know, I was thinking, um, I was thinking about my childhood, man. I was thinking about when I was younger, you know. And then I was like, oh, randomly, dude, I, I never asked these boys, so I'm gonna ask you guys, who was your first crush? AP. First crush, bro. Damn. I don't even remember, dog. It was maybe when I was fucking twelve. Uh. Let me get back to you. All right. Skip all right. it for now. No worries. I'll tell you my first crush. All right. Mm-hmm. I was in third grade, G Mac and, and King Nubby. I was Damn, in third bro. grade, bro. And it was a, a Caucasian girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was one of them Caucasians, bro. Yeah. And uh, dude, she was the smartest girl in class. And I was the dumbest, <laughs> dumbest guy in class. You know how that goes, you know? Uh, she was over there running for, for president. I was coming out of detention, man. And she was smart and she was beautiful. And her name was Bethany. I'm not going to say her last name, but Bethany, if you're out there, I still got a crush on you, girl. <laughs> I still got a crush on you. All right. So, G Mac, you tell me, man, who was your first crush ever, bro? 
Dude, that is a great question. I think, you know, when when AP said 12, that's a little late for a first That's a little time. late, bro. <laughs> no, we're not talking about America time, bro. We're talking about your life, dude. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what? I don't I I don't want to say it was as early early as third grade, but probably like 6th grade, you know, you're in middle school. Uh, you go from elementary school to 5th grade. You don't really know, you know, you're a kid, right? 6th grade, you know, you're going class to class. Uh, you got some, you know, seventh graders, and for me, we had eighth graders too. So we you know middle school, junior high. Uh, I just remember just being, uh, just catching that feeling all over the place. To be honest, rather than just one person in particular. No, uh, there has to be that one no, person. Your no, first wasn't. crush, big dog. Everybody nah. remembers their first crush, man. How are you gonna tell me you don't remember her, bro? I, I honestly don't, man. I just remember being sixth grade, and being like, this isn't, you know, this isn't fifth or fourth grade no more. Man, I was, I'm telling you, dude, like that, I was in third grade, man, it was a, a traditional Indian love story, man, with the booty <laughs> and stuff, dude, I fell in love, I was ready to give her my soul, but she was just way too smart for me, you know, little Caucasians, they get like that sometimes. But I, I, I'm with GMAC, though, man, it's like, it wasn't just one, it was bouncing around, like every other girl you see, like, you know, there's no chance in hell you're gonna get with them, but, you know, I'm like, oh, she's fine, oh, she's hella fine, but not until junior high, now that you said white girl, it was a it was a girl named Megan. Yeah. Oh, we know you just made that up right now. Yeah. He, he Google names right now. <laughs> he's, like, Damn it. he's like white Dude, girl names. Do, 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 do you guys have a camera in my room or something? <laughs> <laughs> so King Nubby, dude. All right, man. You tell me, huh? Who bro. was your first crush, bro? Like your first actual dill crush, yeah. Your heart crush, man. Tell me. Bro, let me tell you something. When I got to the United States, again, like G Max saying, every girl seemed fine as fuck. Right, which was last week, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but my first crush was a girl named Shania, bro. Sixth grade, uh, she was a Mexican girl, and uh, and I remember like Valentine's Day, you know, the one girl that you really like, you get her the biggest card you can. Uh-huh. That was me, bro. So, so I got oh, it. Oh man, yeah. So, what? I was I was a simp back then. I'm a simp back, I'm, st- I'm still a simp, bro. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. sweetheart, man. Yeah, you know, if pretty, if. If being pretty got it, you know, if you could get a grade for being pretty, dog, you'd be a solid B, man. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah. I really appreciate that. So, Shania, if you're out there, reach out. To no, King please Nubby. don't, bro. She probably got kids now. TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> KingNubby23. All right. Reach out to my dude. Now, remember that time when you were that age, man. You know, all of us were like, dude, I'm going to be a fireman. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be a, a football player. That feeling, bro. I just want to remind you guys, man, we could still have that feeling today. All right. It's not too late. Try to try to get that feeling back in your life, man. Get that grind. Be happy, man. Remember that first crush. Facts. All right. Okay. So now we're going to jump. We're going to jump into the NBA finals, boys. All right. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and shoot at uh, King Nubby first, man, just because you are a special guest. And then we'll go AP and then we'll go GMAC. Um, King Nubby, what'd you think about the, the Bucks uh, beating the Atlanta Hawks, especially when Giannis got hurt? Matt, I really thought it was going to go game seven. Uh, game five, it just took the energy off of uh, off of Atlanta when, uh, you know, Brooke Lopez went for 33, Middleton went for 30-something. It, I mean, Atlanta just seemed depleted all the way through. I mean, their bench, they had no energy at all. Um, so game six was just, uh, was just a segue off of that. So I, I really thought, uh, Atlanta was going to take him to game seven, but 
you know, kudos to uh, kudos to Milwaukee, man. They pulled it through without Giannis, so it's it should be a good finals. Uh, you know, hopefully Giannis gets his first ring and uh, you know makes that contract worth it for for Milwaukee. Yeah, man. Um, I kind of I kind of agree with your sentiment there in regards to uh, taking it to Game Seven. Um, AP was Game Five um, the game that broke the Hawks or the Camels back. Yeah, man, game five. I mean, after Trey Young went down, it was kind of, I mean, we kind of knew that Bucks were going to take it. But once Giannis went down, though, then we were back on Atlanta side after that. But uh, like Navi just said, I thought that was going to go to game seven. But hats off to the Bucks, man. GMAC, all three of us, big dog, um, the accountant, we all chose the Hawks. Why were we so wrong? What did the Bucks do um, to beat the Hawks? Yeah, like you said, we all picked the Hawks, right? Uh, I think I said in seven, and then I said I expected them to take one game. Uh, and that was just because, you know, when they lost the game four, the shock of Giannis going down and just getting blitzed on the road against Atlanta and not being able to prepare when, without Giannis. And they came into game five knowing that they were out without Giannis. And it was kind of a throwback game for Brook Lopez, right? Uh, it's kind of like, you know, he used to post up against the Nets and get inside. He wasn't really at stretch five like he is now. Uh, and it was a throwback for him. You know, he went down there. He started scoring. It was a lot of lobs between uh, Drew and himself. Uh, you know, Middleton showed up. I, I thought the role players were much more comfortable at home. Uh, and then game six came around, and this, I was fully expecting Atlanta to win. I think they were favored by a couple points. Yeah, and I, I mean, I thought I still you know, Trey coming back exactly. You know, I thought they would have, I thought they had their swagger back. You know, um, but it seems like it seems like uh, Atlanta kind of overextended themselves in, in this playoffs. Uh, you know, props to them for what they did. You know, upsetting the Sixers especially, uh, and it seems like the team ball and just having veterans that have been there before with uh, Drew, Brooke, and Tucker, and uh, your guy Middleton really, really just. Uh, was a good anchor for them in going to go into a hostile environment, you know, in Atlanta game six. Um, and now I'm excited for the finals, man. This is this is what I wanted um, after we knew the Suns were going to play. Uh, you know, if, it seems like Giannis is going to be doubtful for game one, but... Which is a good indication that he might come back. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. And uh, I was surprised to see doubtful for uh, game six, too. Exactly. Right, I think, right. I think he makes an Yo, so I just, you know, back to back to the Bucks, you know, this this season, dude, Chris Middleton, he averaged 20 points, G-Mac. His career is only 16.8. I mean, and then Drew Holiday, dude, he averaged 18 points a game and then his career was 16. I think the biggest thing was Giannis, man. This guy averaged 28 points this season with his career average being 20. So all three of these guys were playing their best basketball ever. Is that a reason why they made the championship and beat the likes of Miami, beat the likes of Kevin Durant and the Nets, and then the Hawks? King Nubby, what do you think? Well, I think they won when they traded for Drew Holiday, honestly. Yep. Because he, he's one of the best two-way guards in the NBA right now. And that's exactly what they needed. And they added P.J. Tucker and towards the end of the season as well, 
which is also a great, uh, you know, addition because, you know, he can defend the best three on the other team and he can knock down threes. Um, so those two additions really up the Milwaukee Bucks. But again, their road to the finals was extremely easy. Nets were injured. Uh, I don't think the Miami Heat were ready for another finals run or a playoff run. Uh, Tyler Hero didn't play his best ball. And then they ran into, uh, you know, Trey Young, who's uh, who's injured or who got injured in the series. So, I mean, kudos off to the Milwaukee Bucks, but their their road to the finals was extremely easy, I think. And hats off to Trey Young, man. Trey Young really, really took uh, took the Atlanta Hawks to the Eastern Conference finals, which is which is insane. I think he's going to be Steph Curry number two in about two or three years. There's no way he's going to be. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Relax, everybody. (laughs) I, I think he's a great player, man. He, he he's gonna be up there really. He he's good, man. You know he gets fouled a lot more than anybody I've ever seen. But I'll I'll tell you this much: when um their intermittent coach came in, he definitely got the most out of all those players. Yeah. Respects to the Hawks, respects to to Trey Young and and Bogdanovich and all the boys for at least getting to the Eastern Conference Final. Um, AP. All right, man. So the Suns, okay. Now we know we know a lot about the Bucks. Right? Mm-hmm. We know what we're getting from the Bucks. Um, the Suns, dude. Like these guys um, haven't won shit ever. You know, uh, 1993 and 1976, they both lost, and uh, in the finals. You know, but the biggest thing was, um, you know, that Steve Nash era, dude, with Amari, Sean Marion. You know, mm-hmm. all. Guys, they they never ever you know made it to the NBA Finals. Yeah, they were playing like Kobe in them, but the Suns beat LeBron in them. You know, so were you kind of surprised, or are you guys all you guys? And, and we'll, we'll you know we'll all ask AP first. But are you kind of surprised that this might be the best Suns team ever? AP, uh, talent wise, I mean, I don't think this is the best Suns team. Just because they played a lot of the teams that were injured. But that being said. They needed a floor general, and they went and got one of the best ones in Chris Paul. I mean, when he came in, he just controlled the whole pace. I mean, they're, they've mastered the pick and roll. I mean, anytime you Chris Paul drives, you have Booker or Aiton rolling to the rim. I mean, and they can keep that doing over and over. If somebody goes to the paint, they dish it out, and somebody shoots a three, either Booker or anybody. And Chris Paul just controls the whole pace of the game. He was the missing link once he got that, and they already have the talent and the shooters uh, on the Suns team. GMAC, um, I really want you to think about this. I really want you to break this down and give me your opinion. I don't mm-hmm. know if you were too young for for Steve Nash, but um, was Steve is Steve Nash? I mean, who would you rather have? What team would you rather play with? Steve Nash, Sean Marion, Amari Stoudemire, in that. In this generation, or would you take these Chris Paul sons with Devin Booker, Aiton, Crowder, um, Bridges, um, you know, Cameron Payne? I mean, which team would you would you prefer? So a uh, bit of a loaded question, but I'll give you I'll give you a good answer here. You know, those seven seconds or less sons kind of initiated the modern basketball we're seeing now. Um, I think the 2014 uh, Spurs kind of took that to another level. And obviously, the well, the Warriors really took that to another level uh, from 15 and on. Uh, but I think those Steve Nash teams were built for the game today. Um, I think they, I'm, yeah, but, you know, I mean, looking, they never really played defense, man. That, yeah, you know, like, that's but the, the I, thing, right? So you can't. No, no, they the did though, right? They, less 
teams to like the Warriors, in my opinion. Yeah. They were never ranked like top five ever. Well, yeah, I'm just speaking in terms of uh, style of play of and, offense, and, and offense. Sure. And speaking of offense. Yeah, and I wanted to also say they they probably should have made a finals. Uh, but Kobe got in their way. Kobe got in their way, and then I believe uh, they had a suspension one of those series when one of the players left the bench. Uh, I think it was Amari that left the bench, and then they missed the game seven. Uh, I might be mistaken there, and then I believe Steve Nash broke his nose. Or they they had they had their chances, you know, uh, making the finals is still making the finals. Um, but man, I would love to see Steve Nash play in the game now. My God, would see you know with Jay Rich and with Amari and Sean Marion being able to, I mean, Sean Marion is like, is like the perfect wing nowadays, right? He can yeah. switch one through five. Yeah. Every team's looking for that guy now. So it sounds like you would take the, the Steve Nash sons in this generation over these Chris Paul. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, I don't want to undermine the, the, you know, the Booker and the Aiden Booker uh, CP3 sons that we're seeing now. So, um, but they are not the best sons you've ever seen. You know, Styles makes fights, and I think if the Nationals played a seven-game series against these guys, I think those guys would win. Okay, so you don't think that they are. Fair enough. Um, King Nuffy, uh, what do you think? You think those sons, Steve Nash's sons, were better than these Chris Paul sons? And the reason why I'm asking this question um, is because I want, I want to know what you guys think about these finals, like these teams and stuff. So before we jump into that... Um, King Nubby, what I mean, what's the deal? I mean, do you think Steve Nash uh, and the and and those boys were better than the CP3 and these boys? I mean, you can compare the talents between both of these teams. I think I would take CP3 over Steve Nash. I would take Devin Booker over Sean Marion, and Amari Stoudemire and DeAndre Aiden are are. I mean, Amari Stoudemire back in the days was he was a beast. You know, you get twenty five and twelve out of him every given night. You know. So, uh, the team that I would take is the one that's going to the finals, you know, which is which is this Suns team, you know, that they're 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 experienced together. The coaching staff is better, in my opinion. Mike D'Antoni back back in uh, the Suns that he was coaching was all offense. At least this team plays defense. They play together, and their bench is better, and their role players are better. So I, I would take the team that's actually making the finals. So that's not even a that's not even a question right now. Okay, so. Um... I hundred percent kind of agree with you, King Nubby. I think it's a it's a good um, you know good analysis. I mean, why wouldn't you take the the Western Conference Final champions, right? Uh, any generation. But that's neither here nor there. Okay, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see who wins. And um, yeah, man, you know it, it should be it should be pretty exciting. Um, AP. All right. So you got the Bucks, and then you got the Suns. Um, what do you think is going to happen? Who, who's going to win this series? Well, it all kind of depends on Giannis, right? If he comes back and when he does, how well does he play? I mean, then you got Drew Holiday, right? And Milwaukee gave up a lot to get him to do what he's doing right now. And he's doing a pretty damn good job, too. I mean, if you look at uh, the game with the Atlanta Hawks, game, young, game one, Trey Young went off. Then game two, Holiday kind of freaking realized what he was doing wrong and he held him to what game two and three seven or 22 on threes i mean that's a big change but trey young is trey young he's still gonna get his points but um then they went on to get chris paul i mean they needed a floor general they got one right so i mean i think 
I'm going with the Bucks. Okay. I'm going to write that down, bro. All right. All right I'm taking AP, the Bucks. The assassin picked the Bucks. Okay. Uh-huh. Now we're going to go to King, Navi, Godzilla. Who's going to win this seven game series, big dog? Man, this is probably the first finals that I, mean, I have, not seven have no series, clue about. I literally have no idea about. Last year, last five or six years, you could kind of predict who's going to win. But this year is probably one that's up in the air. But I got, I got Suns and Six, man. Not sons and four, sons and six. I got sons. I think I think Devin Book is gonna go off. I think Sons got it. Okay. The accountant G Mac uh, is gonna win. Yeah, real quick, uh, AP uh, AP, how many do you have it on me? Uh, Bucks in how many games? Bucks and six. Okay. Uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bucks and seven. Uh I think uh, you know, hyperextension. If he can be back in two weeks, speaking of Giannis, I think that will help him. I think Giannis, they're gonna put him on your boy CP3, uh, and I think they're gonna uh, put Drew on Booker. Uh, we saw what Pat Bev kind of did to Booker once they made the adjustment. Drew is a similar type of defender where he's kind of low to the, he can you know he can get up tight to you, and I think they're gonna put Giannis on him to, to cover those pick and rolls because uh, Giannis could you know he has got those long arms and the wingspan and he'll be able to go over not under on the pick and rolls <clears throat> and he'll be able to kind of stop cp3 shot because he's damn near a foot taller than the dude um but of course that's on Giannis is uh health and i'll be curious to see if i've been saying the bucks need to go small uh and when it's closing time play play Giannis and tucker at the four five instead of brook uh they kind of proved me wrong game five uh but i'm i'm thinking bucks in seven and i think I think we're going to see this is the – I think this is when Giannis takes that next next step. And if he gets that ring, man, look at that look at that resume. I mean, there's, what, a handful of guys who have been 26, 27 and have that, has that resume as Giannis if he pulls it off in the next couple of weeks? Well, I, I mean, that's I, – I agree with you. You know, I think that's going to be pretty lit if he does it. Um, when it comes to the Bucks and the Suns, I mean, I'm actually really excited because there's so many storylines, right? So many storylines of what can and what doesn't happen. If CP3 fails, I mean, this is probably his, I mean, this is his only opportunity ever. And if he fails, then he's going to go back into that Charles Barkley role, right? Like the one of the greatest. That yeah, Melo. Yeah, the mellow that never won a championship. But if he wins, I think he kind of stamps his legacy in a sense of, of hey, man, if once he had the opportunity, he, he won. You know, he took his team and he has some good guys around him and, and he's a champion. So you can't take that away from him. Now, on the other side, you got Giannis, man. If Giannis pulls through, like GMAC was saying, man, this this is look at his resume. Um, and I just want to like kind of put, put two and two together. If Giannis wins... Does that make Chris Middleton like maybe one of the best team, you know, duos? I mean, could that happen if, if they end up winning this championship? Could Chris Middleton be Scotty to Giannis's, you know, Jordan type of thing, right? Uh, so I'm kind of excited to see that, man. I think I think there's definitely some good storylines, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and uh, I'm, I am looking forward to it. I think Chris Middleton proved everybody wrong um i think he's a star in the making he's always been and um matchups you know if we just look at matchups i think the bucks who's gonna cover chris middleton uh crowder okay but for how long you know pj tucker you could even throw him at devin booker 
and Holiday. Bridges. So, so there's a lot of different things that the Bucks could do. They're, they're bigger, they're, they're longer. It's just going to depend on if they can make enough baskets. Um, their offense is, is you know, um, it's hit and miss, right? But it's been hit lately. Let's see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, in one of those games they score only 88 points or something like that and the Suns run off with it. So we got picks. Um, I'm, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Bucks just because. I feel like it's Giannis's time. I think CP3. I mean, or is it Booker's time? You know, I mean, I don't know, man. We'll find out. I'm excited to to see what's gonna happen. Bucks and how many? Uh, I'm gonna take the Bucks and seven, bro. Nice. Yeah. Bucks and seven. I think it'll be a seven game series. Yeah. One one more thing I wanted to point out. I wouldn't be surprised if campaign. Is playing uh, is closing games instead of CP3 this series, just given his speed and how they had to up the pace. No, there's no way. I mean, we saw that we saw that two series ago when uh, when they They played played the Nuggets and and they played the Lakers, and then even in spurts in this game. I'm not saying you know every game, but you know I could see I could see that happening. I wouldn't be surprised if CP3 plays all 48 minutes, man. To be honest, if he does, he's not going to play the whole series. Well, he is injury prone. He's not. He can't do that. He's not that guy, man. He just he's 36, 37 years old, dude. Um, but I don't know, AP. What do you think? I think CP3 plays because I think uh, they're better off. He's gonna close out, or Cameron Crane's gonna close out. Uh, no, C- uh, CP3, because the only reason is because <laughs> Milwaukee they play a fastball and uh, they're gonna use CP3 to slow that in the game and try to throw off Milwaukee. Just, I mean, it's not natural for them to. Uh, Play a slow game. All right, that makes uh, a lot of sense. So GMAC got the Bucks in seven. Uh, King Navi got the the Suns in six, and that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then King Navi, oh, I'm sorry, AP got the Bucks in six, and, and Sunshine got uh, that's me, uh, the Bucks in seven. Welcome back to the bay 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 culture podcast. It's sunshine. What's up, fellas? Now that special guest, man, with the moment all y'all been waiting for. We're gonna start talking about LeBron James. King James, baby. King Navi is a LeBron James fan, even though he lives in the Bay Area. I don't understand that. It's really confusing to me. Uh, so we're going to jump right into it. We're going to get AP. We're going to get AP the assassin. Talk about LeBron versus the Golden State Warriors. Let's do it, man. Let's let's spit some fire. Let's spit some facts on this Bay Area native. I mean, is he is he real to the soil or is he fake? Let's I don't out. know, bro. I don't, I don't know if he can be a Warriors fan and a LeBron fan. You know what I mean? I mean, the, day, the days <laughs> where we come from, I mean, it's like I, that was the heated competition with four years in a row that we went to the finals against them. And, I mean, it made me hate LeBron, right? I mean, because the stuff he was pulling in the game, like all the flopping and stuff, we can talk about all that later. All the crying and everything. And that's what made me hate. I mean, I'm not denying his talent. Dude is talented, right? He's what? He's a generational player. Well, why you got to be such a bitch for Exactly. That's my point. Why You don't have to do all that extra stuff. I mean, you're already great, dude. You can score at will. Why are you crying every time? Why are you flopping? There's no need for it. I mean, we've talked about this a million times. I just don't like LeBron. And as a Warrior fan, I don't think you can be a Warriors fan and a LeBron fan. But to each is their own, you know what I mean? 
Well, listen, no, man, not, to, not to each his own. King Navi, explain yourself, son. Well, we could talk about the flopping all day, bro. It's the knowledge of the game, right? If you think you know more than the refs, obviously you're going to complain, right? So let's say you're you're an employee and talking to the executive. The executive is going to look down on you and be like, bro, like I know way more than you. Stop complaining. You know, the player... No, he, his his knowledge is so ten you're gonna, times. You're gonna say you're gonna say he's the executive. LeBron's the executive. That's is the he, worst. Is he? Is he? The bro, he's that's the worst. Ever heard, he's like, a god. Jesus Christ, the fool is not no executive. He's, he's a, a player, bro. Listen, bro. He's a player, dog. He's a, he's a god, bro. I started. He laces watching. it up just like everybody else, bro. He is not a fucking god. He bro. is LeBrick. All right. Oh, that's it why is, he has the most points all time, right? LeBrick, oh, yeah. Okay, he has the 40, most minutes points. all time too. Listen, he's gonna end up with forty thousand points, ten thousand rebounds, ten thousand assists, about five or six championships, uh, uh, and, and about seven or eight losses, bro, and twenty thousand flops. We could talk about the final losses all day, bro. We could talk about that all day long. Listen, the only final losses I'll go against him is on is two thousand eleven against Dallas. He didn't show up. And 2013 against the Spurs, he got oh, shut yeah. down by Kawhi Leonard. 14. 14 by sorry, 14 so uh, against the, the Spurs. Two losses that you would agree on. That's the only two. Look, he talked to this man, and, and he's a Warriors man. Come on, bro. How much disrespect is this fool gonna fucking spit on the Warriors right now? AP, come I, on, handle that. I mean, come on, man. What else can I say? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, how can you like love the Warriors? You claim to be a Warriors fan, right? That's your diehard team. You got your your brother's wedding. What number were you wearing, dog? You right. Weren't wearing no, you weren't wearing no twenty-three, bro. bro. You were wearing curry, and you're gonna say that LeBron James, the Warriors, freaking the underdogs of the century, haven't won a championship in forty years, playing against the self-anointed king that they didn't earn that championship. The only loss that you're gonna count is the one against other teams, and you from the Bay, dog. How disrespectful are you? It's like Bro, riding with the enemy, dog. Listen, I watched LeBron before I watched the Warriors. Simple as that. I started watching LeBron in 2005, his second year in the league. He was averaging 27, seven and seven. Name another player that does that right now. All these rookies. I mean, Luka. there's, there's, I mean, Luca does that, but on, he he never won 60 games with with, and he never took took anybody to the final. I mean. This Luca's great. Luca's generation talent as well, right? He's he's gonna end up top ten players of all time. I watched LeBron before I started watching the Warriors. I mean, Warriors back then couldn't win thirty five games, so you don't watch a losing team, bro. Of course, I'm gonna support him with all my you heart. Watch a losing team, but you watch your 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 hometown team. That's the thing. No, right? all the right, losers right. are. I'm gonna not. I'm gonna losers I'm gonna jump in here. G-Mac, jump in. You know, my my background is a little similar to to Navi's here. You know, we're, we're the same age. We grew up when the Warriors sucked, right? Uh, and it's not – for me, it's not too different from – you know, they didn't make the playoffs too often. They made it in 07, obviously. But it's not too different for me than – you know, when the playoffs start and you just – you know, football, you just you – know, your team's not in. Niners kind of suck for most of my life. Yeah, uh, and you just pick a player, you pick a team. Peyton Manning fan? Yeah, you're going to root for – okay, like this guy, I'm going to pick him, right? And it happens the next year. It happens the next year. Like, cool, I like this guy. I'm going to root for him. And it also helps that, you know, I have a cousin. We all have a cousin that is a huge Kobe fan. And I always wanted to take the opposite of whatever opinion he was going to take on that Kobe Kobe side, right? Um, so cool, cool. This guy's making it. He's winning. Awesome. I know. I like this guy. He's doing well. But then he plays my team. My team finally gets good, right? You know, respect to him. I think he's the most talented player I've ever seen. I'm not going to say greatest. I'm not going to say anything else. 
Uh, I think greatest is kind of a dumb term to use. Uh, I don't like comparing errors, but I'll say for sure he's the most talented, just pound for pound, talent, most talented player I've ever seen in my life. Probably the most talented athlete, to be honest, I've ever seen in my life. I'd be surprised if that ever changes. Yo, um, you know what? I agree with you. The dude is the most talented freaking He's a, he's a beast, bro. Like, look at his look at his body. He's six foot eight. He's like three hundred pounds. He runs a four four, dude. Like, he's amazing. He could jump over buildings. You know, he's like the freaking best basketball player ever, right? Like, get out of here, man. Get real, dude. What did he do with all that talent, son? He has nothing. He has four championships, dude. My problem with LeBron James in this era is. This guy could have been the most dominant fucking guy ever. And excuse my language, man. He could have been the most dominant player ever if he just played the game of basketball. And he didn't because he was always trying to go to other places. He was always trying to sign up with the other guys, man. And you can't flop. You can't cry. Like, you know, I, I just don't understand. Like, he could have been the great. He could have been Bo Jackson, bro. Like, give me the ball. I'm going, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with just being your position, right? Playing the game of basketball. Like, well, I, me, I just don't understand why he wanted to stretch his game out. Like, well, let me, he let me, been the best power forward ever, bro. Yeah, so let me jump in here real quick. He's kind of like, uh, you know, I wasn't alive to see Magic, but he's kind of like Magic in, like, Carmelo's body or something, right? Like, I've heard that several times for different people. Uh, the flopping thing, I feel like everyone flops, Outside of Everybody Curry, flops, bro. Outside of Stephen Curry and KD for the most part, but I'll keep that for another discussion. Oh, my God. Uh, but, you know, they flop too, obviously. Steph flops on a lot of the threes like to get calls. James Harden. I mean, but listen, yeah, James Harden is another I mean, level. You know, they, they, but they but LeBron James. Who else have they ever fined like that? But what all, the most fine flopper in the league. Is he? I don't know about that. But uh, but I'll agree with you on the uh, the switching teams thing. You know, I personally at the time – let me let's go back to 2010 – I didn't care that he went to Miami. I just, for some reason, at that time, didn't want him to go to the Knicks. Because to me, that felt like, oh, you're leaving your hometown to go to New York, which was seen as like this, you know, kind of like how L.A. seen. Uh, but going to Miami, like, you know, honestly, like, whatever, right? Like, I don't, like, to me, that's like, that's a wash to me. But then going back to Cleveland, cool. Uh, I didn't like how he labeled it as like, I'm going back and I'm staying forever. Uh, he got that championship, which we'll talk about, which, you know, props to him. He got the championship. But yeah, but he did. Let's be honest. He like he called the league office and said, can we get Draymond suspended for bro, two games? Come on, he did do he that. Did. He did do that. You can say listen, anything else you want. Listen, he called bro, Kiki Vandeweghe and he said, let this bro. guy get two games. That's fine. But what about game six, game seven? Was Draymond? No, no, no. That's all him. No, no, no. He's playing. Was, was Draymond playing game him. six, game seven? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not that's taking that. That's it. End of conversation. No, no, no. I'm not taking any of that away from them. I'm not taking any. You know, you know motivation. You know how motivation is in the sports. I mean, momentum, right? You know how momentum goes in sports, dog. You don't think that messed up the momentum even one percent? Of course it did, bro. Bro, hundred percent it did. But okay, so then you're, you're there. You can't just. You can't just. Seven, there's a gray area, bro. And gray area. That wasn't just one out of his greatness, bro. Then that why don't we? I'm why sorry. don't we talk about there's an there. Why don't we talk about? Why don't we talk about fourteen, fifteen? Uh, the the Warriors championship. When Kyrie went down, Kevin Love went down. Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I'm, not, I'm not talking about, bro. No, 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 no. Calling no, the office and, and crying. Yeah, yeah. Bro, Green, it's, bro, it's in the same scenario. No, like, on, I was in on. the same scenario. One person didn't call the league and was like, oh, that guy, make sure he gets injured. 
we're talking about luck and unlucky, right? Well, that's no. how is that luck? He purposely called, dude. Well, what, what did Draymond do? What did he do? Hold on, what did LeBron do before that? LeBron put his nuts on his head. He put his nuts on his head. What are you gonna do? Come on. Listen, bro. What did Jim? He was one technical way to get suspended, anyways, right? Yeah. So so then go. Let's put my nuts on your. Yeah, let me put my nuts on Throughout the entire season, you think that was LeBron's decision for for Draymond to be outspoken like that? But he knew that was there, so he played that. That's that's what you do. That's what CP3 does. That's what you do to like. That's why I hate CP3. That's why we hate. No, bro. That's that's what as a player, if you get on basketball, play the game. game No, bro. To get on someone's nerves. You think Kobe's walking over someone's head to get him a technical so he punches his nuts? Bro, you know how many times Kobe's done that? Like go he's back and watch that. Kobe games, and you go. He he said that would uh, watch watch Houston and and Lakers series uh, semifinals, bro. He was in Ron Artest's face. Ron Artest got a, a technical because Kobe was which messing. Is, with which him. is which is smart, okay? Which is smart, right? Well, you do that. Nuts on somebody's head, yeah, though, man. dog. How as a grown man you don't fucking respond to that? Yeah, as a bro. grown man, tell yeah, me, Navi, if somebody thing. puts their nuts on their fa- on your head, somebody as a grown man, right? Bro, somebody I'm puts them out. I'm knocking him out. That's it. Simple right. as that. But, so hold on. let me let's take it back to the game for a second here. Give him his props, him and Kyrie, for that what they did in game five, six, and seven. You know, we can you win, you win. I don't care what anyone says. Right. Injuries are part of the At game. The you the win, day. you win. End of the day. But what I didn't like was afterwards where he did that little Halloween party thing. He made yeah. those pinatas of Steph and Clay. He put them as dead, like R.I.P., whatever, whatever. Ultimate warrior, my ass, bro. Yeah, hold on. And then after that, you want to play nice. And then, like, when Clay could be a free agent and you're not, a, you know, my you're what he's boiling, bro. And then you sign with the, you know, you, okay, let me, like, you know, he signs with the Lakers. We all know how I feel about the Lakers. Uh, I'm never going to root for them under almost any circumstance. Uh, so you sign with them. And then, he, you know, people say Draymond called KD from the parking lot. LeBron did the same thing on social media when he was out of the playoffs in 2019. Kawhi makes a great play. He puts a, you know, the five emoji with the palms open. He does the same thing with Clay because Clay's a free agent. And let's be honest, he's doing the same with Steph right now because Steph can't be a free agent next year. So he's playing nice, nice right now, right? I mean, it's just, it kind of goes back to Sunshine's point of hopping teams, I guess. But, you know, I, it just feels worst, like bro. it feels like it's trying to be one way, but it's really the other way. Bro, listen. Yeah. Did you guys watch his first seven years? Yeah, we watched. Yeah. His first Who was seven his years. best player on his team? Who cares, bro? Right. Exactly. No, you all agree, exactly. all agree with the uh, exactly. argue with Neviando. Okay, all right. So, okay, the first seven years of your life or whatever your career, you didn't have the greatest basketball players on your team. Does that mean not just the greatest? Leave just another. You just star. fucking leave, and then you go join. I don't see. That's the thing. We could go on and on about that. I'm I'm gonna digress. I'm not gonna talk about that. I am gonna talk about LeBron James a little bit more. This dude played in 1,300 games, right? He played in 18 seasons. He played 11 in Cleveland, four in Miami, three in LA. 17-time All Star, 17-time All NBA player, uh, 2003-2004 Rookie of the Year. Four times final MVP, right? 2007, 2008, he was a scoring champ, right? Four-time NBA champ, bro, right? I mean, he lost six times, but that's okay. And he was a six-time all-time defensive player. And he's a four-time MVP, guys, right? But is he the guy that you want to take the last shot with? Please answer. AP, uh, let's go. AP, what do you think? Nope. Not LeBron. Why not? Just anything LeBron is a no from me, bro. <laughs> Straight up. No, I, I, haters, bro. Objectively, though. Objectively. This isn't like a freaking 
a diss on LeBron James as the man. Like, the, there's no, 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 like, the guy's a great guy, right? Let, let's not get it twisted. Of course, we got to respect him, right? As a man, but as a basketball player. No, it, not, not even on his team. I would rather have Kyrie take the last shot than LeBron. All right. Uh, GMAC, um, if, if, right, you could pick anybody, uh, even with all those, all those stats, I mean, are you picking LeBron James to take the last shot? So what I would say to this is this kind of what I've been talking about the last couple of podcasts and what the playoffs are about and about counters and what you can do in the half-court game. Uh, LeBron's game is a little bit different from KD, Kyrie, Kobe, Curry. Obviously, their games are all different, right? LeBron's game, especially at this point, is more so drive and kick or drive, you know, his huge drive. Uh, and his three ball is crazy good now, right? It's really improved the last even couple years. Um, he obviously has these shots that he's made last several years. And he's missed some too, but, you, I mean, that's kind of what happens. You either miss or you, you hit it or you don't. Um I personally would rather have KD shooting just because he can shoot from anywhere on the court. He's a seven-footer, and it's just – I would take KD if I need someone to take so, a last shot today. So you wouldn't take LeBron, fair enough. Uh, King Navi, um, I mean, do we really even need to ask? Like, I mean, yeah. Objectively, <laughs> objectively uh, I, I mean, would you who, would you have this this seventeen time All Star right? If your life depended on it, right? That should have been the better question. Um, if your life depended on it, are you giving LeBron the ball? Listen, if my life depended on it, give me Iguodala. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. No, <laughs> no, but he gets the highest uh, percentage under two minutes. You know, so I so I don't get I don't get the notion of uh, he's not clutch. He he hasn't hit you know buzzer beaters or he hasn't hit clutch shots. Of course, I would take him, and he's he's hit a lot of clutch shots in the playoffs, regular season, in the finals. So so I don't even know I don't know where that notion comes from that he's not clutch. So hundred percent, I would I would take him. I would take maybe like a hundred guys over LeBron James for no, come on, come on, a hundred guys, bro. That's I'm just, talking that's... about air. I'm talking about ever, bro. I'm that's about... No, ever is a different question from right uh, okay, now. Okay, okay. Even in this generation, I'd probably take at least at least twenty five guys over LeBron. No, James. you're tripping. No, that's pure. Hundred percent, bro. Yeah, I, and I could boom. name them all. Off, Give me ten. Bro. Give me ten. Maybe Stephen Curry, Clay Thomas, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Freaking James Harden. Even. What? I would not take CP3, Devin Booker, stop it, man. Jason Tatum. Stop. Yeah, stop you right Jason here, bro. Tatum, bro. You don't I even gotta, take, you don't gotta take, keep going. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would take so many other players if my life depended on a last shot over LeBron James, bro. This guy, yeah, he's gotten better. What? He's a 37% three point shooter. Wow, bro. I mean, like, whoa, this guy's great now at three points. No, he's not, dude. He's not a good shooter, dog. Now, if it if it was the last dunk, right? If it was the last dunk, I'll take LeBron James, number one. If it was the last dunk, but we're talking about the last shot of a game. This guy is way down there on the list for me. Um, not even, especially today, if we're just talking about it, like this guy is, I mean, he's declined. I think he's going to keep the, comp uh, you know, Father Time is is undefeated. And I think that's what we're facing with this guy, man. Um, I know you're a big LeBron fan. Um, and I know we're all kind of Warrior fans and we're biased to LeBron because of the Warrior and LeBron freaking feud, you know. But even before that, I was never a LeBron fan just because I, I don't like anybody that's like anoints themselves the king, you know. Um, and all that kind of stuff. But that's we got so many other podcasts. We really hope you join us again on one of these so we could dis discuss a little bit more about LeBron 
um, and going forward uh, if you're going to come back. On a serious note, though, before we cut this off, I, I want you guys to appreciate what we have right now with LeBron. Because oh, I, I, I did the opposite. I don't want to appreciate that guy. Bro. Listen, I, I, I don't appreciate this guy. I, I, I mean, dude, I appreciate listen. what the Golden State Warriors have given us. I appreciate the Curry era. I'm on that side, bro. I mean, screw LeBron. Screw, screw the Lakers. Screw the Cavs. Screw the Heat. Um, you know, if he would have just stayed on one team, bro, like I would have respected him a lot more. Um, that's the that's the problem with this with this NBA right now. Everybody's swapping teams. Like, if imagine if if LeBron never left, dog, it wouldn't be this much. He would have never won a championship because Cleveland. If he would have, if he would have, they would have never gotten him a star, bro. He he begged for seven years. Kyrie Irving, bro. He begged. They got him because Cavs suck. They got him through the draft, bro. That's fine, bro. Listen, I think think LeBron had enough power to get anybody he wanted on the Cavs, bro. No, well he tried. Especially if he stayed. He tried to get. He would have stayed. He tried to get. I would have respected him ten times more. I think all of us could kind of kind of agree with that. Yeah, but the Warriors didn't have shit either. We drafted everybody. Right. But we got great draft picks. <laughs> like, we got, what, we got great top seven? Top. seven was a great draft pick? Eleven was a great draft pick? Bro, it's top 35. Top. Like, dude, you forget. I mean, 35 was a great draft pick? No, bro. L- like, it's not. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. But we it's added KD to win the last two championships, didn't we? <laughs> Yeah, Don't but before talk to me about KD though, bro. Like the Golden State Warriors, right? For forty years, the best goddamn free agent we ever got was David. David Lee, Lee bro. <laughs> he was David a trade. Freaking Lee. He was a trade, but same nobody thing, wanted yeah. to come here. Nobody, nobody, wanted to come bro. Here. So in in our life, we got one guy, and people are hating on us. Come on, get out of here, bro. It, to me, it's not a respect thing. It's a. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys want to get into this at this point. The way the man's covered, I mean, he obviously his agency clutch has people. His, I mean, we're seeing now, like, all the media people are either, you know, CAA or Clutch, and those people just drive all the, this guy's the greatest, they do all this and that. But for me, it's not a respect thing. And I kind of I kind of agree with what uh, Navi said here. Because I did the same with Kobe, to be honest. Exactly. I hated the guy with my guts. Exactly. But hold on, and when I, I, I hated say Kobe hate, too, bro. But listen, I Kobe when too, I say but hate, you it's respected a sport. his game, bro. No, no. At the end of the day, you were just like, you know what? I hate this guy. He's a ball hog, like all this bullshit, right? But at the end of the day, the way he ended his career, dude, like he stayed on his team, bro. And he ended up winning two championships without Shaq. He earned those. He went through battles, bro, with the Suns, dog. He lost to the Suns. You can't deny his game at the end of the day, bro. And you can't deny LeBron James' game either. But I think I would have respected him a lot more as a basketball player if he would have stuck to, to his team, especially his hometown team. And if he would have won it for his team, like, and he would have just stayed on that team until, you know, I think the 17th year or 15th year or whatever. But the guy uh, went <clears throat> to chase rings, dog, and I can't respect that. The one, the one thing I do want to say is I think there's a different, like, different thing, like, perspectives of respect. There's a, like, I respect, like, all oh, the decisions you made. I respect your game angle. And there's the, like, I like watching you play respect. Like, I hated Kobe with my guts, but damn, I love watching that guy play. You know, same thing with LeBron, I'd say. Like, I don't, I'm not going to root for him, especially when he's on the Lakers, but I'll watch all of his games, you know, all of his big games because it's, oh it's a great God. show. It's a flopping show for sure. <laughs> no, come on. I mean, you still get to see yeah. the guy. Goddamn run across the thing, come yeah, across the dunk, court, 6'8". Right? That's his best player, best play, right? Who, who, who doesn't flop? Who doesn't flop, run? though? Who doesn't flop? Okay, it doesn't flop. That, that's fine. Clay Thompson. Yeah. He's 280. <laughs> He's 6'9", 280. He has to flop. He can literally run through people. 
like and do it, you know, do that, it. He would never right. free throws. <laughs> yeah. All right. Real quick, real quick. What's your uh, what's your prediction on the rest of his uh, career uh, outlook? Uh, Navi, do you think he's gonna uh, stay in LA after a couple of years? Do you think he's gonna get a ring? Do you think he's gonna go back to Cleveland maybe one more time, play with his son? What do you think he's gonna do? What's the rest of his career look like? Look, whatever it is right now is a cherry on top. If he goes, if he goes to the Houston Rockets and sits on the bench and just dances all day, it doesn't matter, right? It's just the cherry on top. Whatever we got so far from LeBron is is the cake. Well, whatever he does from now on, if he wins another championship, great. If he doesn't, whatever. If he goes back to Cleveland, it doesn't matter. But I think he stays in LA. He wins another championship. If AD stays healthy and it, they add another piece next year, they'll definitely be back in the finals. I, you know what, King Navia, I respect the fact that you love LeBron James that much. My LeBron was Michael Jordan, all right? I mean, I just grew up in a different era, bro. Um, Jordan played 15 seasons, right? I, I don't want to bring down the stats, but the biggest one that really mattered to me was he was a nine-time all-defensive player. He he was a three-time steel champ, right? Um, he was Dunk contest. Dunk scoring contest. champion. What was he, a nine-time scoring champion? He was a nine-time... And he's 11-time all-time MVP, right? He's five MVPs over LeBron's four. And the biggest one, guys, he won six NBA championships. And guess how many losses, dog? Zero. And how many excuses did he come up with? A lot. None. A lot, bro. All right. Or let, let's keep it to – let's keep it to uh, – I mean, you know, we, we and, can and have so, the Jordan – We're going to have more debates. I'm sorry, G-Mac, but we got to end this, all right? We we just got to end this. Um, King Nubby, we really appreciate you coming on. Appreciate hopefully you didn't get hopefully you didn't get too offended by this LeBron. No, and, never. You know, we, we love you, man. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah, King Nubby, where can we find you on TikTok? Let, tell us about your content a little bit here. King Nubby yeah. 23, bro. I post the most random things, and uh, it's just all for fun. So go ahead and follow me on there if you guys want to, you know, just watch random videos, random cooking tips and stuff. When's your next video coming out? Probably tomorrow, bro. Let's do it. Good to la, baby. Good to There you go. Appreciate y'all, man. All right, fellas. Love you, Nubby. Love you too, bro. Love y'all. All right, man. All right, brother.